Okay. Oh, do not. Yeah. Sorry about that. Perfect. Hey, our next guest today, I'm excited to introduce him. This is Travis. Travis has a great story to tell. And that he can laugh about now. I can laugh about it. But, you know, I mean, when you look back on it and stuff like that, it was pretty serious, and yet he said so well. So, yep. Tell us, uh, I mean, battle addiction, uh, opioid addiction. How yeah. Start from the beginning all about Do you remember how it all started? Uh, I still regress. I had, like, a major surgery. And basically got prescribed uh, more taps. Yeah. And... Uh, that was when you're young and you catch a good feeling like that. Yeah. Kind of like it. You just keep on doing it. And eventually, you know, they weed me off and then, you know, it's so easy to, you know, somebody's mom or somebody's friend or somebody, you know, found a bottle in the medicine cabinet and make sure that we buy it. So you discovered you like pain pills because they did what for you? It just made me feel good. Just gave, yeah. you know, like it gave me energy. You know, like I could just do anything. And probably, you know, boost my confidence. Yeah. Felt like I could do anything. I felt like you were So I did it for about 14 years uh, and worked a steady job the whole time. I kind of worked for my addiction is really what happened. Right. I worked for it. Like, you know, I, I made sure that I had my weak supply and didn't want to run out. So, but I mean, it was it was pills, then it was more pills, more pills. So yeah, yeah. From, from workout, you know, uh, you know, five kilograms and go to didn't send it to the, the oxycodone, right? To the Percocet and then to the Roxy, the the higher milli, the thirty milligrams. Yeah, I did those for probably two years. Those are expensive now we're talking. They're You're getting a tolerance. Yeah, like they're, getting, they're getting a dollar a milligram yeah. um, plus. So, um, at this time I was working in Oklahoma City and down there I, you know, everybody's got their connection or whatever, but I got ripped off uh, from over $500 um, on a, my week supply. So I didn't know what I was going to do. And I knew a guy that you know been doing heroin, and he said, you know, I knew I could get it from him. I never wanted to, because I didn't, you know, everybody says, oh, you know, start doing heroin. And like, no, I would never do that. But then he's saying, oh, you're ripped off. You don't have any money. Well, if you got a little bit of money, you can get some heroin, and you can, you know, yeah, you can get by. You get more for your money, and Next thing you know, you're, you're doing heroin. Yeah. And heroin's always available. Always available. So, yeah. And so, but you don't know initially what you're getting. So you got to the point then, so started with this, the short acting, Vortab, Percocets, went into the more stronger prescription drug. Yeah. For a couple you know, years. Yeah. Oxycodones. And so you got, and that got, I mean, I don't know how many dollars a day. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can spend a lot of money. Yeah. Several hundred dollars a day, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. And so, what are you doing to get that kind of cash at that time? To get that kind of cash, mm -hmm. uh, I actually had a really good job that I made a lot of money. I did heating and air. So uh, during, well, what was bad was summertime. You get a lot of money, mm -hmm. so you can afford your habit. But then wintertime comes around and you're broke, and yeah, you have to do things like take from your job. 
You know what I mean? Steal, you know, scrap or, or you know, then you're hanging out with some pretty, pretty bad people. That you normally wouldn't that have. That I there. normally would never. I was not raised up like that to, to do anything like that. So then you progress not just from street pills, but you started doing heroin IV. Yeah. Yep. And did, did you did you try not to do IV at first? And then yeah, I just, yeah, I smoked the heroin on the floor. Yeah. In case you drag it in or whatever. Sure. They call it. But, uh, yeah, that stuff is a big, I mean, that stuff. The heroin. The heroin. Yeah. yeah. And I, have, I had a wife and two kids. Uh, I had a wife and two kids before I did it, started doing heroin. I only did heroin for about a year. Within that one year, I lost everything. I lost, you know, my house, my family, my kids, my wife, everything. But I remember my wife asking me, you know, could you just stop and and do, you know, just get clean and and you know, be a family like normal? And I was, I just told her flat out, no, I can't. There's no way I can do that. I'm going to be an addict for the rest of my life. I'm going to do heroin for the rest of my life. Yeah. I didn't think there was a way out. I didn't think there was anything other than that to do. I really didn't believe there was a way to do anything different than that. Isn't that amazing? So you literally lost everything. Everything. Even my job, my really nice job. I was, your wife, your kids were... were they my kids were taken into state custody. Uh, yeah. My wife and I were in jail at the same time. Uh, I got hit with the. Uh, what happened is my the cops got called because my kids got outside. My wife was in jail at that time, and then cops come knocking on the door. I'm passed out on the couch, and my kids are out in the front yard. So automatically, boom, they take the kids. Yeah. And uh, that you were, you were passed out because I was passed out because I was. Yeah. yeah. The wife was in jail. She was supposed to be watching the kids, but she wasn't. She was in jail. Which did she have drug issues as well? Or? Yeah, she was. She was making methamphetamine and heroin. Yeah. And see, when I hated methamphetamine, I I just didn't like it. I felt like it was a different type of person that did that or whatever. Well, like I said, you don't have any. I don't want to say morals, but when I when I started doing heroin, I could do meth. And I would do meth and you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whichever one was available, it didn't matter. Right. I mean, something so I didn't feel good. Because what we're all, what we all don't want is mm -hmm. to feel bad. Oh, yeah. We do not want withdrawal. That is what everybody is, we don't want withdrawal. That's, yeah. that's it. And, and I see that. It seems like most people that are addicted, they do have their drug of choice, their favorite, the one that is there. Right. But but they will always have a backup or a secondary backup because they will not go through withdrawals. Yeah. So you would take anything. To, yeah. Do. Anything to not go through withdrawals. Yeah. So it could be a benzodiazepine, it could be alcohol, it could be yeah, weed, methamphetamine, yeah, whatever, just to get you by until you, you can feel, figure yeah. it out. Yep. And what was it like? I mean, do you notice, and we talk about that fight or flight and stuff like that, but just getting literally through the next 10 oh, minutes? Man, or the, that's just the worst. Brain, it's, yeah. uh, you know, when you don't have any money and you can't get anything and you're thinking of what you got to do to go get it, that's the worst. And sitting there being sick, it's just no way to live. And I just, I wish I would have known back then that there was something to do, there's something that can help you. You know what I mean? That, right. But you're just trying to get through your day. Yeah, yeah. So, so what, what, 
So you reach rock bottom, but pretty much. Reach rock bottom, yeah. Lose the kids, yeah, housewife, truck, yeah. burning the pickup. Yeah. Nice truck. Nice truck. <laughs> four yeah. by four Z seventy one. Oh, so yeah. And you know what I like about this is, is you can you can make fun of it now because it's so in the past, yeah. right? Yeah, it is in so, the past. So there was some go. event or some something clicked in your brain and you just yeah. decided it's time to get help. Yeah. Well, no. What happened is I went to jail and I kicked heroin in jail for. 14 okay. days, and that was no fun. Yeah. <laughs> they do not care about you when you're in there. They they just say, hey, that's your, yeah. your, your fault. So I'm on the phone with Dad saying, hey, you know, get me out of here. I've got money out there. You get me out. Well, the bondsman, which is a really good bondsman, told my dad not to get me out until he had a place for me to go as far as the rehab. Mm -hmm. So I sat in there a couple extra days on my dad getting me you know, a plane flight. And a, and a trip, and the bondsman told him, don't get him into the rehab, you know, in town here in Oklahoma City. He said, get him into Florida or California, North Dakota, somewhere. Just out of, so he can't call his buddy and just dip out. Yeah. So I went out to California. So, I mean, you were probably mad as hell at your dad at the yeah. time. You know? Well, actually, I was happy that I was going to be able to get out and use again. Oh, yeah. When people want to celebrate, yeah. 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 I was like, oh, man, getting out. And go to rehab, and I can use. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yep. Feel better. So what happened? Uh, I got out. I did use a little bit. I had some hidden somewhere, mm -hmm. uh, and I used very small bit. Which thank God, it was only a small yeah. bit that I had because your tolerance was down. Down. Yeah, I could have could have easily overdosed. Overdosed, and that's something that's really scared me. Yeah. Well, that happens a lot. People go to jail. People go to yeah, then you get treatment, out whatever, you get out, bam. You take the same dose you used to take it, and all of a sudden you're overdosed dead. Yeah. So tell me, so treatment, it was inpatient treatment. Inpatient treatment, I went out to uh, California yeah. and uh, did an uh, inpatient or whatever. And that's when I first got Suboxone. Mm -hmm. uh, they, you know, they dosed you from 8 milligrams, and then they did 4 the next day, and then 2, and then 1, and then, you know, those jobs. Right. And... I felt like that helped me out a lot, but then, you know, when you get off that, then you're, you're, you get put, I got put in like a, you know, a rehab house or whatever mm -hmm. it's called, and uh, I still want to use. So, you know, if you want to use, you're still going to use. Mm -hmm. you know, if, if you want to, you're going to. And I found a way to get something out there, and uh, I was actually like my 29th day, I had 30 days to complete the program, I got kicked out. On day 29. Day 29, got yeah. kicked out and uh, slept under a bridge in California. It was actually a nice bridge. <laughs> my dad will give me crap to this day about it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we slept under a bridge for the first time. And uh, then called my dad. Uh, my dad was a really big support system through this whole thing. He, you know, he never gave up on me. And uh, he, he never gave up on me. He just, you know always helped me through it and, and helped me out a lot. So I've been to thank a lot for it. But yeah, so I go out there, get kicked out, come, you know, call dad, dad gets me back. Uh, and I live in Oklahoma City at that time, been living there for about 10 years. Well, he's like, you're not going back to Oklahoma City, you're coming to Kansas with me. Mm -hmm. And we'll figure out what we got to do to get the kids back and all that here in Kansas can't go back because if I would have gone back I'd have, I'd have been dead. 
Yeah, we'd be in the same old, I would have been right there where I could have got, yeah. you know, and I was already at rock bottom, I just lost my kids, and, and wife, and house, all that, and, and yeah, I would have just, I would have just, despair, yeah, depression, no yeah, hope, yeah. Enough to say, hey, yeah. You know, it. Um, and, kind of in the middle, I, I'd had to make a decision of, you know, was I going to get clean? Because I, the, the main thing I was worried about was my kids. Right, and then everybody says, you know, you can't, uh, you can't worry about, or you got to get clean for you, not for your kids, mm -hmm. or you got to get clean for yourself. All right. Well, I had to learn that kind of the hard way, but, um, so I got my, or the kids had a, been in state custody, and I figured, hey, you know, the mom will do something to get the kids, and then I can still use, and I can, you, know, you know, she'll get the kids. Right. Well, she. Did nothing like that. She did. You know, she didn't do one thing to, to get a kid back. And at that point, all she, my she loved math more than her kids yeah, at that she, time. And I yeah. see that with yeah. young mothers sometimes. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. she wanted she she went and seen the kids like one time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but during this whole time to get uh, the kids, I had to go down to Oklahoma City uh, every two weeks to see my kids for like an hour. Mm -hmm. And during that transition, you know, I've got to take UAs. I've, I've got to, I've got to jump through all the groups through DCF. Yeah. Um, you got to, uh, I went to a, a treatment center here in Wichita, which really helped me out. Mm -hmm. Really, really did help me out. I had a, um, good you know, counselor, good counselor. You know, Christy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was my counselor over there at Valley Hope, and uh, she kind of. You know, like, hey, nobody's gonna do this, but you, you can, you can keep on screwing up if you want. But ultimately, it's, this is up to you. What do you want? And I didn't want my kids being raised by somebody else, and, and I didn't want to live like that anymore. Yeah. And and I, I went from up down using, you know, in treatment or whatever, and then finally, I don't know what happened, but they're like, you know about Sebastian? I'm like. Like, no, you know, like, I will, you know, like, is it going to help me or, or what? And they're like, yeah, it you know, helps the cravings and all that. And that's what, I mean, I got on Suboxone and and stayed straight on it and, and didn't use or anything because you can't use it or whatever. Uh, if I used it as a crutch, I used it as a crutch. I mean, if I did, I did. And, but that... What got me here today is being able to have something like that that got me, and I, I will to this day the boss will save my life. Well, you made up your you made your mind I mean, up. It you made your mind up, and you were clean long enough to start thinking straight. And your love for your kids, yeah. even if your love for yourself wasn't enough, your love for your kids kept yeah, you my motivated. Was yeah. so so yeah. down. And when I lost all everything, I mean, my confidence was nothing. Yeah. Uh, and then you, you know, you go to the treatment. They kind of teach you how to, you know, make your bed again, right? You know, make your own breakfast, clean up after yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, do all the things that you used to do. But did you notice that when you were on medicated, uh, I mean, uh, medical assisted treatment, that your brain was actually starting to kind of stabilize? You were starting oh, yeah. to Think more about the future instead of just being in that reactive, like, 
survival mode all the time. You yes. can feel your brain actually start to change. Yeah. 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 There, there's the, the analogy view of where you had, you know, the short acting opioids right. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Four to six hours, you know, you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down. And then, you know, you just, yeah. up and down. It's a roller coaster and yeah. it sucks. Nope. And your brain thinks your body's in distress. It's overactivating fight or flight. I mean, the primitive portion of your brain, just because it's going like this all the time. Yeah. But yeah, long half life, no cravings, no withdrawals. We met. I mean, you with have about, I, yeah. you have cravings, but that stuff it goes away. I mean, it's yeah. not like you have to go use it. Yeah. It's, it's a total different type of life. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to change it for the world. Perfect. Yeah, you have a great happy ending, and that's one of the best things about all this, because you have so much energy, you do 150% of whatever you do, whether it's productive or self-destructive, 150%, but now your life is, you've been clean for two years, great job, you got your kids back, they're how old? Uh, four or five, yeah, four or five, four-year-old girl and a five-year-old boy. You're, you're the... And I'm a single dad, I yeah. take care of them. Yeah. Tough, but you, you got know, a lot of there are a lot of times there's times you think oh I gotta use because I'm stressed yeah. well with the suboxone I mean it, I don't feel like that yeah. I mean honestly it is just changed my life completely Perfect. I mean changed yeah. my life a hundred percent now you gotta I mean, things have gotten a lot better yeah. uh, I got money in my pocket mm -hmm. I don't have to you know scrounge up change for cigarettes or what you know whatever uh working for yourself now work i work for myself i uh, i got my master's license for getting there yeah. um, i got that and got insurance got all my all my ducks in a row and things are going good and i'm just staying straight perfect it's awesome powerful story actually yeah. nothing's better a good success story and you it was tough. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was not easy. It was, it was just tough. But the people that are, let's say, they're doing heroin on the street, or they're just starting pills, and they start to like them, or whatever. I mean, you can tell them what life is on the other side, and that it's worth it. But it's they can do it. Yeah. You were, oh you were, yeah. You don't think you can do it. Yeah. You don't think you can. You're just on that one track. There's nothing out there that can help you other than another pill or another shot, but there is something else out there that can help you, and life is great. Perfect. Without it. I yeah. Mean, to, to not have to live like that, it's a lifestyle that you just live, and you're in and out of the worst places. I mean, yeah. You're always putting yourself in danger, you know what I mean? Well, like you said, you were robbed, and what are you going to do, report it to police? Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. Bad. All bad. <laughs> All bad. Well, but think how much knowledge things. you have now. Oh man. <laughs> Life experiences. Yes. Yeah. Um, I could almost be a doctor. Yeah. The amount of. Oh yeah. You know, opiate knowledge you have. No, you study it. You study <laughs> it like nobody else. Yeah. And it, and it's interesting, but uh, no, this this is solely designed. You know, you're doing this so that you can get your story out, so that you can help others, yeah. so they can. You know, see that it can be done. It can be done. Yeah, it can be done. And uh, you got your kids back and everything. So, well done. Well done. Well, thank you for so much yeah. for sharing your story. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate it, Travis. Sure.
All right.